New Hope Outreach Ministries, making a difference by taking the gospel from word to action. And now, today's message. To go, guess what? We're moving at all. Things are good, but guess what? They're getting better. Amen. Don't look at the symptoms. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Amen. If you do that, guess what? You always win. A few things I want to go over with you this morning as far as fasting. Um, some people get a little bit paranoid when it comes to fasting. Fasting is a personal choice. It does nothing for God. It does nothing for God. Fasting only helps you as a believer. And so when, whenever we do here at New Hope Irish Men, we'll never make it a ritual force people to do anything. But the fasting is going to start tomorrow um, and go through the 23rd of, um, of January. Now, um, what you can fast from, people say, well, you know, food, whatever. Many things you can fast from. Sugar. You can fast from sugar. You can fast from meats. And this will be a knockout here. Electronics, <laughs> them cell phones. How often you talk on them cell phones? Starch. Get to bed on time. So there's many things you can do as far as when it comes to fasting, you can break habits or whatever. And what you want to do is you want to break these habits so you can let God control your life, basically, by the grace of God. And you don't want this stuff to control you. You want to control it. Soft drinks. Most people cannot have a, uh, they cannot have a, a meal unless they have something to drink. Iced tea. Uh, Pepsi-Cola. Uh, Coca-Cola. 7-Up, Sprite, all these types of things of these nature. You know, since I, uh, since I was with doctor, came down with cancer several months ago, uh, sugar now is not an option for me. I don't care for sugar like I used to, which is a good thing, by the grace of God. But, uh, but you can break some habits. The most important thing is this. Don't let stuff control you. You control it, regardless of what it is. If it don't have a brain, it cannot thank you. If you ask God to do it, he'll, he'll work it out. So, so God got some great things in store for you if you allow him to do it. This, this year, I'll share with you, God had given me this word about uh, the year of the turnaround. And this is going to be a great year. Look at your neighbor and say, it's going to be a great year for me and my family in Jesus' name. Now, that's not going to happen just because you said it. It's going to take effort. It's going to take willingness and work on your part to get it done. Because let me tell you something. Jesus is not concerned about all this all this stuff that we think he's concerned about. 
You know the most important thing Jesus is concerned about? Jesus is concerned about your soul. You being saved. All this other stuff, it don't matter. Because when Jesus died on the cross, that's what he died for. He died for our sin. And he's still interested in making sure that we do the right thing so we can live a very prosperous life by the grace of God. And God got great things in store for each one of us. We've come a long way. And guess what, brothers and sisters? That's a long way to go yet. Go over there to the book of John, John chapter 15 and verse 5. Um, there's a scripture there. Um, I think we need to get it in our heads. Let it be embedded in our spirits. Whenever we're trying to do something, uh, trying to go for something, or trying to make things happen. Everybody there? Look at the last portion of that scripture. What does it say? Without who? It didn't say nothing but without John. It didn't say nothing without Hilda. It didn't say anything without Betsy. He said without who? Without Jesus. So therefore, if you want to be successful in 2022, you need to make sure you put this guy, this person here first. Because he's telling you, he's telling you what? Without me, what? And then what do you mean? Well, 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 for all this good stuff I'm doing, I'm, I'm, you know, making, you know, getting promoted and all that good stuff. What he's telling you is this. That don't mean nothing to him. Don't mean a thing. So what you got to do is really, is remember what Jesus tell you to do. And by the grace of God, it'll happen for you. And there are so many people on this success scheme, on this success scale, but they don't have him. And listen to me. You can lose more than one, you can lose more in one minute than it take a lifetime to gain. Today, you can be drinking the juice from the grapes. If you're not careful tomorrow, you can be picking them. Depends on your action and your behavior. And see, and God is teaching us right now how to become stronger. Even in the world in which we live right now, he's teaching us and pointing us back toward him. And this is, and like I said, this is the year of return, of return. In the book of Genesis, go to the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 50, chapter 50 and verse uh, 20. Now, this was a situation with Joseph. He had made this comment. He made this comment. When you're going through trouble, the Bible said men of the affliction have the rights, but guess what God does? What did he do? He delivers you out of them all. Not some, but all of them. But what it's going to take when you're going through those things is being able to have your faith and trust in God. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the what? Of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Why? Because he's with me. You can't assume that you got to know that. Now, listen to Brother Ernest. He was saying a little while ago about uh, being on a job, all the stuff we went through this year. Listen to me. You have to be in another world not to trust God now. 
Because I'm telling you, without his help, you're just like a ship without a sail. And the thing about God is this. Regardless of what you're going through, he's going to take you through. And then you, and also in the, in the 23rd Psalm said, his rods and his staff, they guide me. And by the grace of God. And, and, and God wants to take you there. He wants to lead you and guide you and take you in the place you want to go. Now, Joseph had dreams. How many got dreams? All of us got dreams. Some of them have come to pass and some have not come to pass. Don't give up. Look at your neighbor and say, don't give up on your dreams. Even though I've been looking for them to see them come to pass for many years, it's not over. It's not over. It's not over. And by the grace of God. Now, if you believe it's over, it's over. And just because you find yourself in some crazy situation, God is working with you to help you to be able to bring you to the place where he wants you to be so you can grow and to develop and become more like him. So think about many of you right now. Where you are today 20 years ago, where you was at? <laughs> some of us were some devils. We had all types of attitudes. We said everything that came out of our mouth. If it came up, we said it. We were just like a rattler. We are balled up, ready to strike. But now, after so many years later, living with God, serving God, look at you now. Look how God has calmed your demeanor. Look how he has caused you to look at things a whole lot different now than what you was able to see years ago. So just because you're in crazy situation going through some stuff does not mean that God has, neg has negated you or forgotten you or saying that what he has promised is not going to come to pass. It's not true. But Joseph said here, he said this, what was meant to be evil, God worked it for what? For my good. We know that all things work together for the good for who? For those, not everybody, but those who are called according to his purpose by the grace of God. Am I, am I saying that you got to go through some stuff? Listen to me. In order to get through, you got to go through. There's no, there's no shortcut to success. And when you're living for Jesus, stuff's going to happen and nothing you can do about it. But when it do happen, what you got to do? Thank him and trust him. Not, not saying, well, God, why you allowed this to happen to me? Why you did this to me? Why, well, why this is going on in my life? No, you got to learn how to say, Lord, I thank you. I trust you. And it takes faith to do that. In the book of Joel, Joel chapter 2 and verse 25, the year of the turnaround. I'm telling God's going to turn some things around for you this year if you trust him. Joel, Joel chapter 2 and verse 25. He's going to turn some things around for you if you trust him. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them. But, but he has revealed it to you by his spirit. 
people are giving up, quitting, and you know, and looking at all the stuff that's going on in the world. Honey, let me tell you something. It's a Dion Ward song many years ago, it's only just begun. The good time is just only just begun. The devil can't, can't destroy America. He can't destroy this world. He can't even destroy you. But guess what? But he's destroying people in their minds. In their minds. Joel, what is Joel chapter 2 and verse 25? I will what? Now, you got to understand, I'm, I'm not sure how many of you are farmers. I know a lot of you are, are city girls and city boys. Grew up that way. But coming from the country, a locust, when he get on something, and in the summertime, a locust would get on a, uh, on a tomato vine. And that tomato vine can be beautiful, can be pretty, be flourishing or whatever. But that, that locust will not, that, that, that caterpillar, sorry, I'm sorry, that caterpillar will not leave that tomato vine until it's, until it's all gone. Until everything's gone. So what God is saying, even though all the stuff that you think that is gone, look at your neighbor and say gone. Guess what? He is what? He's able to restore. Even the locusts. Locusts the same way. When they get into a field, a crop or whatever, they just destroys it. Leave nothing there, nothing but a stalk. And God is telling us, guess what? If we trust him, this year, 2022, he will turn things around for us by the grace of God. I know for a fact in 2021, he began to turn things around for us. Absolutely amazing. God can do it. He want to do it. Let's go to another scripture. Go to the scripture in the book of Ephesians, chapter 3 and verse, uh, verse 3. Just because those dreams and plans and, and all those things are, are gone and whatever. Still, um, three, um, Daphne, I gave you the wrong scriptures. Chapter, Ephesians chapter 320. I'm sorry. I left the zero off. But um, all the dreams and things that you've seen happen, all those ideas that God had put in your heart you want to see happen, guess what? Don't get lazy now. Look at your neighbor and say, don't get lazy now. Because <laughs> you get lazy right now, guess what? It's not going to happen. You're going to miss out. And somebody else is going to be enjoying your blessings. And you're going to be mad and upset. Why are they doing this? And why they got this? And why are they having this? And why are this? Why things are happening nowhere? Like I tell him, talking to someone not too long ago, he said, he said, man, if I didn't know you, didn't love you, I'd be jealous of you. Why? Because of God's goodness. We're not doing anything different but just God's goodness. Ephesians chapter 3, what does this have to do with this year of God turning things around? God needs your cooperation to work with him. But you notice the scripture said here, now unto him that is able to do. 
Not just do some, but do exceedingly. Exceedingly what? Abundantly. Above all you ask, think, according to the power that works, in any, works within you. Let me tell you something. The power of God is in you. And if you listen to the Holy Spirit when he talks to you, a lot of stuff will be resolved today. But many times we're so stuck in our ways, we're so hard-headed, and sometimes undisciplined, we don't listen to him when he tells us. The power of God is in you, working in you by the grace of God. How can he do it? How can he do it? Based upon the power that is in you. Most people don't believe it. They just, they just live life, say, well, you know, stuff is going on, I have no control of it. That's a lie. Because your neighbor says it's a lie. You can control it. Just so like when these storms come through, they'll get crazy. You have authority. But we only sometimes use, allow the Holy Spirit to move when we want him to move, whatever. We need to learn how to listen and yield to the Holy Spirit. To help get us out of a lot of stuff that we're in. Men our fights, men our disappointments, men our ups and downs, men our questions. Guess what? Can be answered by the Holy Spirit. If we listen to it. And that's why he said, he said that, um, that he's able to do exceedingly abundantly. Not just exceedingly. Not just some, but exceed. Exceed. Anything you can think of. Exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. That's pretty deep. When it comes to turning your situation around. Well, I don't think that can change. You know, the doctor said it can't change, whatever. That's not what the words say. Where they said there's nothing we can do now, that's not what the words say. It can change. Well, I don't think no hope for him. That's not what the words say. This situation will never change. That's not what the words say. It can change by the grace of God. It can change. And God is so gracious and merciful to us. And you know, when you, when you think about God, he just wants to be such a part of your life to the point where it brings you so much joy and so much peace. And that's why a lot of people don't serve God the way they should, because they don't know him on that level. They want to get to know God on a more personal and more intimate level. Say, God, look, you're my friend. Like we sung that song, not just a father, but as a friend. And God wants to do that. And when we get to God to, on that level, guess what's going to happen? When we find ourselves in a situation, we don't have to worry about doubting, getting frustrated, and all that stuff. We know for a fact he's going to bring us through. Like a situation. When, when I was diagnosed with two, not, not, not some people get hit with just one, but can you imagine a person get hit with two types of cancer at the same time? That's almost unimaginable. 
But here we are. Here we are. That's not what the doctors say. That's not what the medical say. But here we are. By the grace of God. Because your trust and faith is not in the medicine. It's not in the doctors. Your trust and faith is in Jesus. And then when you get in an old situation like that, you don't have to worry about freaking out and going through a lot of changes. You say, look, Father, I need your help. I don't know what to do. And he's a very present help in a time of trouble. Go to the book of um, um, Psalms, chapter 123, verses 1 through 4. Can God turn it around? God would love to turn things around for you if you let him. Say, God, I look to you in heaven for help, like a servant. How often we get in situations that we look to, look to heaven for help? The devil just bombarded with all types of questions and all types of crazy stuff. And we let the devil sometimes wear us down and get us discouraged and get us overwhelmed and, and get us depressed. And we start listening to all this depressing music and talking to all these depressing friends and, and associates. Then we get on Facebook and then we try to try to share our feelings on Facebook with the world. I know you guys don't do none of this stuff. Look. I know you guys don't do none of this stuff. But this is what people do. Trying to get a relief or whatever. Trying to turn their situation around and, and it's not working by the grace of God. It's not working. Turn to heaven. God is there. And he's a very present help in a time of trouble if you allow him to. Because guess what? He wants to turn your sadness into joy. Psalms 1, Psalm 30 and verse 11 said, Then he turned my sorrow into joy. Can God do that? Sure he can. Sure he can. What you want to do, you want to build a life, or a, a life, a relationship with Jesus that is unmovable, that nothing can touch. When the, when the storms of life come, guess what? You will not be moved. You ain't trying to call your prophet up to get a word or your bishop. But you can go to Jesus for yourself. And guess what? You know for a fact, he'll bring it through every time. In the New Living Translation, in the third of, um, um, Psalm 30, and verse 11, it says this, You have turned my mourning into joyful dancing. You have taken away my, my clothes of a morning and clothes with me with joy. Everything God removes from you 
he always improved the process. He never give you back what he, what he take from you. It's always better and greater and better. He ain't like us. Well, sometimes, you know, we, we give people what we want them to have. Now God always give us the very best. By giving us the very best, guess what? And because we are like him, can, what, what, we can do the same if we choose to. But guess what? Many times we don't choose to because we get jealous. We're jealous people. You know any jealous people? Huh? They out there. They out there. I'm going to share some things with you right now. By the grace of God, it's going to help you to be able to uh, um, get through this this year. Um, if I find a little note that I wrote down. But it's okay. I know it by heart. Here we go. Okay. What can I do to turn things around? How can I be a part of this process? One of the main things you got to do is change your attitude. The attitude. In the book of Philippians, chapter 5, chapter 2 and verse 5, he said, let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. The attitude. Regardless of where sickness, regardless of what you're dealing, dealing with, if your attitude is jacked up, everything else can be jacked up. Remember the Bible say a merry heart doeth good like what? Like a medicine. Not depressed. Not woe is me. God have mercy on me. No. The attitude. When things happen to you, you know for a fact they have to be approved first. Are you listening to me? Nothing can happen to you without God's approval. And why would you say that, Pastor John? Look at the book of Job. Before the devil could put and do what he wanted to do to Job, he had to do what? Had to get permission from who? Had to get permission from God. So, why is that important to you? That means if I am dealing with a situation I know for a fact God has already provided me this grace, the strength, and the power to get through it. If I got the right attitude. If my attitude is not right, guess what? It's not going to come out right. Attitude. Next point. What's going to turn your, turn your life around? Is you turn your situation around? You have to guard your tongue, change your talk, the things you say, the way you say them. Remember the book of Proverbs said, "Life and death is in the power of the tongue." I was uh, a little surprised, you know, a few few nights ago. Uh, I worked with this guy. Well, I worked with his wife several years. 
um, um, years ago. And I guess they had heard that I, I'd been sick and, and I don't know what all they'd heard, but anyway, they were calling to basically check on me, see how Pastor John is doing. Honey, brother and sister, and scholar, and they call themselves encouraging me. Well, let me tell you, we preached to them a minute. You hear me? <laughs> and they said, you know, you know what they said? Man, I thought we were calling to encourage you. Man, you encouraged us. <laughs> Why? Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You don't have to submit to these feelings and emotions that the devil tried to throw at you. You have to resist them. If you don't know how to resist them, then you find somebody that can pray with you. Say, help this devil to get off my back. It's important what you say. In the book of Proverbs, Proverbs and the Passion, it says this, 1821, your words, look at your neighbor and say, your words, or my words are so powerful they will kill or give life. Think about it. And think about how people talk all the time. Childish stuff kills me. Every time I look around, there's something going on. The reason why so much stuff is going on when it comes to this uh, coronavirus is the re reason why it's so popular and everything. People speaking it, speaking it in the air. And you notice once they stop talking about it, the numbers goes down. Whatever you magnify with your mouth, it's going to get bigger. Remember the woman at the well? I mean, not the woman at the well, but, the, but the, remember the, the, the Shudamite woman? She said what? She knew her son was dead, but guess what she said? All is well. All is well. You know what you're dealing with? People say, child, this, that, and that. When people come to me, I say, all is well. They want to get into a conversation about it. You don't need to know what's going on in the conversation. Only thing you need to know all is well. Anything, anything other than that, you have a good day. All is well. So your words can bring life. It can bring death. By your words, you're justified. And by your words, you are condemned. When you get mad and get upset and get angry and say hateful words, be prepared to deal with them. Words are containers. They're seeds. And when you speak them, you plant them. If you don't like the seed, then look at the word. <laughs> Simple. See, this stuff is not hard, really. What people have made is so complicated because they won't try to make it seem like, well, you know, God don't want you this. Let me tell you something. God is not trying to kill you. He loves you. He's out to help you. He's out to deliver you in every situation you, you find yourself in. It's that devil, it's that darn devil that's come to kill, 
steal and to destroy. That's the one that's out there to get you. And guess what? God still won't let him do that by the grace of God. Okay, point number three. Got one more, then I'm going to let you go. If you want a successful future, don't bring your past into your future. Paul said what? In the book of Philippians chapter 3 and verses 3 through 14. I'm going to make a decision here. What am I going to do, Paul? What am I going to do? I'm going to forget those things which are what? Behind. And I'm not going to bring them into the future. I'm not going to talk about them. If the dog is dead, let him stay dead. But we want to dig him up. He's a bad dog before he died. And once we bring him back to life, what's going to happen? He's still going to be a bad dog. So if he's dead, let him stay dead. So if the problem is, is back there, if you got people that have done stuff, said stuff, you've been involved with different stuff, and you done moved on, guess what you need to do? Guess what you need to do? Keep moving on. It's just like going in your closet. You had stuff saying, you know, one day I'm going to wear this. And for some of you, it had been about 10 years ago. <laughs> Guess what? It's still hanging in that closet, <laughs> waiting on you to wear it. God is good. God is good. Last point, St. John chapter 15, verse 7. Stay connected to his plan. If God is telling you something to do, that's just not a good idea. Why is he telling you that? That's a reason for him telling you to do it. And if you do it, you will be compensated for it. But people, you know, like I said, people say, well, I want change. I want change. God will bring change to you, give you change, but it's up to you to take hold of change. Embrace it. By the grace of God. So change your attitude. Guard your, guard your tongue. Don't bring your past into the future. And stay connected. Being connected is so important. And when people get to, when, when, when things started happening to people, the very first thing the devil would do, he would try to disconnect you from all the people that can be a blessing to you and cause you to go into isolation. And this going to cause more depression, more doubt, more confusion, and more questioning and bitterness in your life. You don't want to do that. When things happen, you don't want to run from God. You want to run to God by the grace of God. God can turn things around. He will turn things around in 2022. 
because I'm looking for some great things to be turned around for me and the family and all the a lot of great things to turn around in in 2021. But but this year I'm looking for even greater. Why? Because I'm more smarter this year than I was last year. I've learned things last year that I'm going to take into this year by the grace of God. What is insanity? Keep doing the same old things, packing different results. You need to snake them bit you one time while you want them to bite you again because you enjoy being snake bit. Don't know. Some people like that. But I don't care too much about being snake bitten. Well, God is good. Look at your neighbor and say, God is good. God is good. Amen. Well, Miss Hilda is going to come and share communion with us by the grace of God, and then we're going to, I'm getting ready to let you guys go.